Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From Variety, celebrating more than 118 years covering the business of entertainment, this is the Award Circuit Podcast. This is a big win for the little guy and a big win for the chubby guy and the hairy dude and the weird girl that doesn't make eye contact and for the two potheads in the Star Wars t-shirts that are too small for their bodies and the guy who's too old to have a ponytail and the lady whose cats each have their own Instagram pages. We call them writers and they are all back to work, thank you. The WGA strike is over, but for now, SAG-AFTRA is still on the picket lines. It's a mega edition of the Award Circuit Podcast Roundtable, and this week we talk all about what's going on with the strikes, as well as what's coming up next with a busy award season. Stick around, it's all next on this edition of Variety's Award Circuit Podcast. Stay close. All right, we are recording. What is this? Who are you people? I don't know any of this. It's, I'm it's a been a while. slightly tanner version of Janelle. You are very tan. You are very tan. This is the new Janelle for 2023. <laughs> At least for two days until this, this tan and this good positive attitude fades. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> She's still in holiday mode. I yeah. know. But here we are. We're back again. We, we took a little time off, but we are back uh, just in time for what could be a pretty interesting season. I am Variety TV editor Michael Schneider. Wait, TV? What are you doing here? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Some TV. of this stuff does play on a TV. Yeah, it's true. That's true. This is true. Streams. Television still rules, rules this business as the recent strikes have proven. It's all about television, film, whatever. But that was I a guess, segue. I've missed the I Michael segues. Uh, but I guess we are here to talk about film. To my right is the one and only Clayton Davis. Hello, Michael. It's great to see you on this wonderful day. It's gloomy outside. Yeah. Well, it Kinda is fall. Kind of like our lives. <laughs> Uh, oh, wow. Wow, we're getting dark very fast. I know. See, that Bring us back, lasted. Janelle Riley. <laughs> Aloha. Just back from Kauai. Yes, uh, for my grandmother's funeral. So okay, I just thought I'd bring it back down. <laughs> Since in that moment, I was so high. excited to talk to you about Hawaii, and That's now okay. I we feel bad. We can just bad. talk shaved ice and roosters and ube and mm, all that stuff. Yes. And by things. the way, uh, my grandmother was 103. This is a celebration. Not, Good life. Not yeah. a sad. Yeah, yeah toast yeah. to her. That is a life well led. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then of course, Jazz Tanke is back. I am back. I have nothing gloomy to add except that my wrist is still 
<laughs> fractured from like July. <laughs> so I don't what know what's that? happened. From typing No, it's from playing about. tennis. It's nothing to do with like Oh, no, that's film. right. She's that's a tennis player. Yeah. Now you said yeah. you didn't have anything gloomy to talk about and then proceeded to immediately tell us yeah, something. Yeah, then I paused and I was like, actually, no, I do have something to contribute to this. Yeah, well, anyway. it is good to see y'all. Um, and it does feel like this industry, the Hollywood, is, is a little bit on an uptick now that there is some momentum, some optimism. I think there's no spin around this. Cynthia Littleton has said it perfectly and articulated it uh, better than I can. But the writers... Teacher's pet. Well, no, because the, <laughs> the writers won. Like, yeah. in this... Yeah. Like, they were always going to, is but, the but, thing. But I would say bigger than we ever thought that they mm-hmm. would. Yeah. And I think, you know, I thought they were going to lose the whole argument with AI and, and residuals. Minimum and, staffing. And minimum the fact staff, that they got... They got mm-hmm. minimum staffing. Yeah. So, I... And I think what the studios had anticipated playing the 2007 playbook, that people were going to get restless and see Hollywood as, and this is often perception as reality, you think Hollywood is the George Clooney's Brad Pitt's all the time, the 1%. You don't think of like the 87% of SAG members that didn't make enough to qualify for health insurance, which was Mm $27,000, right? That's the minimum? Yeah. Why do you think uh, the producer, the MPP, TP, ooh, sorry. Yeah, the, the eye chart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think they? Because uh, I felt all along that the writers were going to quote unquote win, and then it seemed like they finally realized it, and then realized it in a big way, and things happened fast after being you know dragged out for so long. Was there like some specific turning point, or did they just reach a? a certain length where they were like, okay, we need to negotiate. I, mean, you have to, I think you have yeah. certain people on, certain, on social <laughs> yeah. media, there might be some conspiracy theories about that. And then there's other people who just think that it was a realization of we're losing this battle. like And the PR battle as well. Like yeah. uh, social yeah. media is the difference between now and 2007, 2008. Like that, that was, yeah. that was it. Nothing the, the studios were saying could combat what the writers were sharing in a video or someone just saying like I make two dollars here's mm-hmm. a uh, here's my residual check of 40 cents yep. you can't take that yeah there just came a point where I mean we we're into fall and you know they wanted to salvage some part of the TV season they're on to the next quarter and then you had the CEOs finally in the room and saying we just need to make a deal already we can't keep this going forever so it seemed like it was the perfect storm of everything yeah. sort of came together uh, you know, because like we were saying, minimum staffing—that was a big sticking point. Thought that but, was non-starter. I was. Non-starter. That was the one I was like, they're going to have to let that one go, probably. Uh, but they got all the other stuff, and I was like, wow. And, and be clear, they didn't get like exactly what they asked for because they wanted six writers, right. and it, they got—it's uh, a sliding scale based yeah. on episodes. So, so it's a negotiation, basically. Mm-hmm. It's like they got more than. Uh, you know, the studios wanted, but they didn't get as much as they wanted. The studios ended up giving more than they were expecting, mm-hmm. but not giving everything. So, it's yeah, it was back and forth. That's a classic negotiation. And, and luckily it worked out. And everyone seems to be pretty happy. I mean, it, uh, you know, passed by an 90, overwhelming 90. Yeah. majority. With the 90 writers? I would love to talk to those 90 writers. The people who voted against it? I want the, ni- yeah. the 90 of them. Like, I just, like, out of curiosity, just be like, you know. So I mean, Bill, the- Bill Maher, no. <laughs> yeah. Listen, there are obviously some people, and I, I compare it again to the Bernie Bros, right, that wanted to burn the place down. They were like, listen, start from scratch. We need some e- equal opportunity. Obviously, I think that was probably part of those 90 people, but maybe it wasn't. Maybe there was something that just – maybe AI didn't go far enough for them because AI, again, we don't know. No. I mean, we all know scary. how this movie ends. We also turn yeah. it to Judgment Day. We know what happens in the end, but it looks like people are – I think writers secured their future 
for the time being, for at least for the next three years. Next 90 yeah. out of how yeah. many do we know? Uh, oh, God. There was, it was uh, I think there's like 20,000. It's a lot. Wow. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. So so in some ways, that 90, that's almost like an accounting error One number. There, there's, there's always a couple of people who are just I think contrarians. There are people that also hit the, just, who hit the wrong Yeah, Yeah, yeah. there's some mistakes. Yeah. And so They thought they were voting like no for... No, I don't want anything changed. Yes. <laughs> it was con- don't change Look, that. Some people are confused, but yeah. so so it was an overwhelming landslide. So so yeah. So now we're of course like we're saying, waiting on on SAG yeah. after. Much better than DJ, by the way. DJ had eighty seven percent in favor, and I think a little bit now looking hindsight, DJ man looks a little like oh, they're holding the bag right now. Like guys, yeah. should have just held out a little bit or. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to to uh, you know, it's it's hard to say because that's a very different kind of organization, a very very different kind of membership. Yeah, Um, and and they're closer to the studios than anyone in the biz. Yeah, it's a smaller group as well, and probably less of a threat of AI interfering with what they do to some degree. Yeah, and I'm guessing uh, I could be completely wrong on this, but there's probably more in like employed directors who remember the DGA are there many like because you know there's a lot of people who are out of work in SAG-AFTRA and WGA yeah. Yeah. and I wonder if yeah. DGA is mostly working directors and so it's a different setup which I, is why it's a harder guild to get into I mean it's, I think it's I think it's uh 9,000 or, oh, or, wow. or 19,000 maybe 19,000 I just know that like Less than five percent are uh, people of color in that in that uh, guild, Latinos especially. So that was something I just learned during the during this time of striking. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was quite quite a quite a summer. Um, so glad midsummer. To... <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only one who says midsummer? I. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, no, it's Midsommar. I don't, I don't yeah, think I ever know the real... I don't know what's the real way I've to say it. I've always said Midsommar. Yeah. I mean, it's spelled like Midsommar. But it's then I heard, but I think, afraid, But right? I think I heard people say Midsummer, and I was like, okay, Midsummer. Yeah, I hear most people say Midsummer. I'm bummed that our colleague Emily Longaretta is not here to give us her pronunciation. I know, because she would <laughs> uh, correct us. Yeah. Why is she the... the I mean, she's just a smart one out of me and Michael. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to say well, Jack's yeah. smarter than us too. So she like, knows. She knows why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah so we uh, yeah it was a, a great Emmys by the way. Uh, oh, congratulations <laughs> to all the winners. Yes. Um, some surprises. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not expect uh, Ted Lasso to be completely blank. Not a <laughs> single win. How dare um, you! No, but uh, normally we, <laughs> we would be way past the Emmys. Yeah, it's crazy. And we haven't had the Emmys yet. So and no. we're going to have to compete in January with With everything Globes else. Well, listen, yeah. we, listen I, don't, I, don't, I don't admit this very often that I was wrong about something. And Mike is going to share this with me. It was a good call not to put it in November, which really? is what we were asking for initially. The Emmys, we were, asking, we were like, we should, don't move to January. That's stupid. Go to November. And now that we're at October 10th, there's no way we could have done it. It would have been Emmys. it would have been tight. The, the problem would have been not knowing anything until a couple weeks. And, and there is a month between November producers. and January that that could have worked. I mean, they still need to get a host. Well, December's too. tough just because that's holidays. holidays. Everyone's doing their thing. Um, although December's when the children and family Emmys are, and and they do that, and that may be when the daytime Emmys end up going as well. We're still waiting on. Where those land, so because I like to know if I won an Emmy or not. I'm still waiting. <laughs> just, just putting that out there. All right. Um, no, I, th- I think now looking, uh, looking ahead, like with TV, and I cannot wait. It's the first time in my life I'm gonna say this. I cannot wait to predict 
the next Emmy Awards. Really? After the t- you mean the 2024? Yes. Yeah. Oh, 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 it's going to be crazy. Oh, there's like, there's like nothing right now. So it's like, it's going to be like the craziest thing. Like, Art Black Meetings Death is going to maybe get in for comedy series. Good, as it well but, should. It should do. I mean, there's going to be so, sorry, hit that. Um, there are going to be so many like shows in contention because they're just like, we don't know what's going to make it back in time. You know, I mean, we're assuming Abbott will be able to get at least a minimum of its six in, yeah. probably 13. Abbott, I'm sure, will get 13 you know, at least. But uh, the broadcasts are going to have – one-time broadcast has a leg up on streamers. Like, I think the broadcasts will be fine, and then there will be some other shows that, you know – like, I don't know if we're going to see Shrinking in time. Like, that, I mean, that's about I scheduling. I we'll yeah. Stranger Things in time. Definitely not. No, you don't think so. No. I, mean, I, I, I think that was already looking. Like <laughs> I do. I do. I mean, Hacks was far enough along that yeah, they'll Hacks, be able to I think wrap Hacks that will up. Be back for sure. We have Morning Show out right now. Morning we Show. Do. I mean, listen. Like Winning Time, the now can- canceled end. Uh, what are we calling canceled. it? Canceled. It was, this one was canceled. I, yeah, yeah. I think people, when I saw those title cards at the end of. Well, this I didn't know what season. we were calling well, canceled or just like. It ended. Well, it's always it's hard yeah. to say, but when the writers are like, "No, we wanted to do more," <laughs> yeah. and they ended with the Celtics winning, mm. uh, and they're like, "There's no way we would have ended this series yeah. with the, the Lakers losing." And winning so. time might make it in drama series now because Succession's out. Like all those, all these shows are like not here. And winning anymore. time is fantastic. I, I'm actually I was behind, so I'm still watching it, even though I know it's canceled because <laughs> I want to see. It's I really didn't. I didn't start season. watching season two, and I, I have a thing that like I don't know if I want to watch it because I'm going to get mad knowing that like it's like Mindhunter. Like I never want to mm-hmm. finish Mindhunter because I know I I'm did li- that with Fringe. I watched all four seasons religiously, and then the fifth one, when I knew it was the last, it's the- it's still out there. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it. I've done that a lot too with shows so that weird. I watch all the way, and then I just never watch that final yeah. season. Yeah. yeah. Because you're just like, no. I'm like, in denial. I'll say goodbye to it. Yeah. Thank God yeah. for fanfic. It can continue on there. <laughs> exactly. But, but here comes Frasier, just dropping in a nice little nugget. I, I love season. how like, the reviews I'm seeing are like so much better than expected. Yeah. Well, because reboots are, you know, they're always dicey. Yeah. But this, I was, I was there for Will and Grace. Hello. For me, it was, oh, uh, Murphy Brown. Murphy Ooh. Brown. Yeah, it was so big. Oof. mad about you, too. Well, no one saw Mad About You because yeah. it was on Spectrum <laughs> Originals. <laughs> so, poor Mad Why About You. We talk about TV. I know because uh, it's all about TV. But the, yeah, the new Frasier is fantastic. The new cast fantastic, is fantastic. Really? Yeah, it's it's right. definitely it. It just feels good having it back. We'll it's, be watching. I think that'll be a contender. Really? Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Well, I'm curious. Comedy or limited series? Is this a one season thing, or what? What, what does it? What does it come back as? I I, I feel like comedy. Yeah. First off, because well, I, does it have to? Because oh, it's called Frasier, so it has to come back yeah. as comedy. In some ways, it's just well, and and because Dexter had to go drama, and New I, Blood, and I do think though they'll, they'll want to bring back more seasons. I, I think the reaction's been strong. Kelsey really enjoys doing it. Um, although we can't talk to him right now. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I think I think we'll see more of that. All right. So, so now looking at uh, film because there were movies. Uh, fall festival seasons is kind of over ish. Well, one of the two. Why don't, why don't we? Because we haven't talked about any of this. How that's been so far in, in sort of attending these festivals without stars, an, but an actor list. Well, some actors are there who got yeah. in, interim agreements. Yep. A SAG AFTRA interim agreement. I'm doing the Newport Beach Film Festival this weekend. It has uh, Patricia Clarkson will be there. They're, well, they're presenting a lot of honors people mm. so they can attend because it's not for a specific movie but monica the film does have an interim agreement yeah. one um, of the first one of the first ones yeah. actually to get an interim agreement that was already released in theaters she so. came to me has an interim agreement which came out last weekend rebecca yeah. miller 
I love Rebecca Miller. D, uh, Daniel D. Lewis's wife, for anyone who doesn't know. Uh, yeah. And Arthur Miller's daughter. <laughs> she's also <laughs> Rebecca Miller, talented <laughs> writer, director, author. It's a sweet film, that is. I really liked I, it. I, I was, seen it yeah, yeah, I know. I was very charmed by yeah. it. And yeah. I always love I mean, like, I love it when a movie can show me, like, a world I haven't seen before. Marissa Tomei plays a tugboat captain. Yeah, which is brilliant. Like, I just, that I did. who thinks of that? I'll take Marissa know? Tomei forever. She's the best. She's pretty great. Um, but a good, re- I think a good place to start also is just recap a little bit of a Barbenheimer summer. Uh, Mike, as someone who is our uh, senior film person on staff, <laughs> yes. <that> you are. <laughs> uh, did you see Barbenheimer? And what order did you see Barbenheimer in? Um, I saw Oppenheimer, uh, but I regret to inform you that I have not had a chance <gasps> to see Barbie yet. It's literally on Amazon Prime now. It's I know, literally but one point, it's two so point billion. Oh, how many, he's like um, the ninety writers. Who yeah. <laughs> so well, Mike so, has not so here's, contributed to Barbie's Here's the problem office. here is, so separately, uh, Maria went to see Barbie with her friends, so I didn't get a chance to go with her to see that. I think I was maybe like doing something that, that night. And then uh, my eldest son, Evan, went to go see it with his friends, and so my youngest son, Nathan, hasn't seen it yet either. So the two of us want to see it together, but we want to see it in the theater. And so part of that's just we haven't, figured out a time to go do it. We could watch it at home, but we still want to see it in the theater. And I assume it's still playing in theaters, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's it's making like a million dollars yeah. a day I'm still, asked, I think. Right? So, I think, so I think we're still going to go see it in the theater. We just haven't had the time, and I want to you know, not go see it without him. So it's we're, we're, we're working on it. But we did see Oppenheimer as a family. <laughs> so, so you had enough time to see Oppenheimer, but not... Well, well because, because my son and wife hadn't seen Oppenheimer, okay. so we were able to go see it together as, as a family unit. Barbie is still in 43 Hundred theaters. Okay, so and made, and made one point six million dollars this past week. It was number eleven at the box office. So I'm excited to see it. Now it's so funny because my son Nathan, he's in ninth grade in high school. It's uh, their homecoming spirit week this week. So on Wednesday, it's op- dress as your favorite Oppenheimer or Barbie character day. Like this is their thing. Wow. And and I'm curious how many kids are at his do the school are yeah. thing? Oppenheimer. <laughs> You know someone's going to be really inappropriate. That's come as a where bomb. my mind was going. They're going to yeah. come as a bomb. Yeah. It's going to be. Well, that's on the school. And by the way, it's just going to be a bunch of Benny Safties and like sunscreen oh, and glasses. Cool. That's what oh, I would yeah. do. I yeah. mean, that's yeah. kind of smart. I mean, that that's going to be a Ooh, definite Halloween costume. Halloween costume. Yeah. Or Josh yeah. Hartnett, who has aged wonderfully. Josh Hartnett is having a bit of a comeback between mm. Black Mirror and Oppenheimer. Good for uh, him. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Um, so you haven't seen Barbie yet, so you're a heathen. I, but um, um, last person in America, I feel like. No, I feel right. like. No, you know. I I kind of feel like remember that Simpsons episode where they yes. don't let Bart go see Itchy and Scratchy, and <gasps> yes, he never he sees a the Supreme movie. Court yeah, and he yes. finally, like in the revival, sees yeah. it all these years later. I, I kind of feel like he was the last kid in America who hadn't seen the Itchy and yeah. Scratchy movie. Mm. I'm the last person in America who has not seen the Barbie. But movie. But it built character for Bart, and he was able to become a Supreme Court justice yeah. because of that choice. So my so. son Nathan will be a Supreme Court justice mm. one day when we finally go see the Barbie movie in twenty. 20- 54. <laughs> Hopefully he replaces uh, any of them. <laughs> seven of the nine. Seven of them, of them yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any seven of the nine. But uh, looking now, just look at uh, the general awards landscape-ish, uh, I think Oppenheimer, good place to start. I think right now, soft front runner and front runner in October, whatever that means. I am surprised by how many people are saying that it's over. I mean, they do that every year, let's be honest, but like, yeah. it is October, people. 
Like, yeah. yeah. When, I mean, when it, it, it looks, it looks, good. it looks, so it looks good for it. Like in terms of like, I mean, it's. I think we're gonna have another year like 2019, but we're gonna have like four movies break double digits in nominations, for and sure. Oppenheimer mm-hmm. gets a huge bump because of Dune moving out. Yes. Oh, that's right. So with Dune gone, uh, I think it puts Oppenheimer in a good place for crafts as far as, first of all, the cinematography. Hoyt van Hoytema's cinematography mm-hmm. is incredible. People have been talking about that. The sound in that film, I think, is also a good candidate. Um, production design is incredible. Um, and the thing with Christopher Nolan that I'm sure all our listeners know, but if they don't know, is that all that stuff was done in camera. It mm-hmm. wasn't done against a green screen. And I think that's what makes that experience so great. Yeah, that's it's interesting you say that. Visual effects, I feel... All Oppenheimer has to do is get into the five, and then it wins. Yeah. Like that, it's humpus to get in. But I, I think if it takes the playbook from First Man, First Man, even as divisive as it was, they made such a good campaign centered around guys. Like obviously, he wasn't really in space, and it's just a screen at the window, and yep. like and showed practical effects go a long way. Yeah, little yeah. known fact: Nolan actually ignited a atomic bomb for this <laughs> film. It was controversial. That's so him. Killed a few thousand people. Yeah. But, but I mean, it, it's really well done. I mean, Oppenheimer is like it's his, it's the closest he's ever gotten yeah. to like we can be like, hey, he might like actually get one. But we don't. It's also early. But he's doing. He's going against two big juggernaut dramas. Killers of Flower Moon, up and comer Martin Scorsese, mm-hmm. uh, eighty years old. He's T- only- TikTok star. I know. That by the video way, was the best. Oh yeah, that yeah. was the best. Uh, by the way, I think it's really funny that people are making a big deal about the length of Killers of the Flower Moon, which, by the way, it flies by at three and a half hours. Agreed. But not like people just sat through Oppenheimer at yeah. three hours. Like an extra half hour is nothing. Yeah. I think I think a lot of it is because the Irishman was long. And listen, and everyone knows, like I'm a Scorsese enthusiast, and I love the man. He's like one of my favorite filmmakers ever. Um, Irishman didn't earn its runtime very well, and I'm, it's probably the one I've come back to the least. But Killers really like. It I think really I, I think did. some of that like annoyance from Irishman like bled over, and people haven't seen Killers yet. So I think when they see it, they're like, okay. Oh. I mean, can, can it be shorter? Sure, but every movie can be shorter. But I, it flies by. Yeah, I, I point, went yeah. in. Um, so I went into my screen and I brought compression socks. It was like I was getting on a flight. <laughs> yeah. I had my hair like like kind of in rollers. You're wearing I a diaper. That night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I we brought, were at the same screening. Were we? Well, yeah, we yeah. were. At okay. Apple, so right? remember, I had this giant yes. coat yes. that was like a blank, yeah. doubled as a blanket. Like I was ready, and I had my watch so that I would know that like I should use the bathroom every hour on the hour. You know, um, I didn't move. We once. didn't move. No, mm. I had I was espresso. Yeah, captivated for a full three and a half hours and probably could have gone another hour to be honest I think to your point this one really earns its runtime, and I think again like this is where it's a really strong candidate in the cross because you've got Jacqueline West in the costumes Mm -hmm. obviously you've got Rodrigo for cinematography Uh, well I think both of them especially are going to be actors movies because they're both on track to get at least three acting nominations each Oppenheimer with Killian Robert Downey Jr. and maybe Emily Blunt Killers with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, and Lily Gladstone in lead And I'm throwing out there now is my dream nomination, Cara Jade Myers in Supporting Actress. I I have her high. amazing. Will Lily go in lead? Yes. It opens it up for a Cara could totally do it. Um, You know, just a couple quick scenes, but such a scene stealer. We put her on 10 actors to watch. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Marina Di Tavera in Roma, that's the playbook. Like, she could totally just, like, 
find herself in. I feel like Marina had more scenes, though, or it was at least. I don't know. It's it's like hard to, but Carb like makes yeah. an impression. It's it's really well done. And it's then really the, and then the other big acting uh, contender will be two leads, uh, but Maestro with Bradley Cooper and Carrie mm-hmm. Mulligan. Uh, I already kind of put this out there that, especially looking at Lily, who I think could have went either way, lead or I supporting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I think it's fine that she went lead. She went supporting. I wouldn't be. Uh, wouldn't thingy. be category fraud either way. Maestro, yeah. I. I think Carrie could go either way, and it's, I think she's a lead. I, and I think it's yeah. I, I I don't argue with anyone who thinks who could say that for sure. And I think the whole being for, built first and her being on the poster really gives the idea that like oh she's a lead, but like it reminds me of the theory of en- of en- everything mm. as, in a way where like Felicity Jones, there was kind of that question, and it's like people would say oh it's Stephen Hawking's story, which it wasn't; it was their story. Sort of the same way I feel about Maestro. I just I just feel like. You know, again, if she went supporting, I wouldn't be, I won't be yeah. mad, but yeah. like, I, I think she's so I think, important I think, to that movie. Yeah, I think, yeah. She, I think she, she's going to stay lead. She'll probably get nominated still, but if she went supporting, I think she would cakewalk. She would kill it. She would cakewalk it. Yeah. You never know. People always say things like that. And then, and then maybe like, not. Yeah. 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 Uh, but then we have funny movies this year. Bar- Barbie and Poor Things. Uh, what do you think, Janelle, Barbie, real chances are as a, Pretty slapstickish comedy that they don't slapstickish, but smart and that it like throws in that philosophical stuff. Let me tell you, when I saw Barbie, um, which I saw before Oppenheimer, I just mm-hmm. I don't know why that I feel necessary to say that. <laughs> I felt a little bad because I came out of there just raving about Ryan Gosling, and you feel bad going to see Barbie and being like, "Hey, that white guy was fantastic," <laughs> but. I I really think he's the front runner for supporting actor. He is what that he does in that role is so fantastic, and we all know he can do serious stuff. And like most people know, he can do comedy too. He's a great Saturday Night yeah. Live host. Um, I've just every time I revisit it, I'm more and more impressed with him. And like I knew Margot Robbie was great, and like there's probably literally no one else who could have played that role. Yeah. But like now I'm starting to think she has a real shot, even I'm though g- actors, yeah. yeah, it's they're so good and. Like I think actors will also recognize that what they're doing is hard. I remember I always remember talking to Matthew McConaughey, and him saying that his hardest roles were those rom coms mm-hmm. because you have to make it look light and breezy, and everyone knows the ending. Yeah, and I just think actors will will look at those all those performances. I mean, everyone in it is fantastic. Yeah, Barbie's um, also a, a potential three acting nom. I think well, America Ferrera. I think yes. if, if anybody, it's it's not going to happen. But I would vote for Michael Sarah. Do you think Gosling's a lead? Because there were some no. people who called uh, some fraud on that, and I was like, no, I, I don't think he is. No. He, I think he, it's a he misses part. for such a large chunk of that movie. Yeah. And again, I my definite my personal definition is always like, tell me, after you see a movie, tell me what it tell me what it's about in one sentence. And if that character comes up in that first sentence, then they're a lead. And I feel like I wouldn't mention Ken in the first sentence. Well, that movie does so many things so brilliantly, and one of them is making Ken the quote unquote bad guy. Yeah. And you know, it's for, for me. It's a perfect supporting role. Yeah, yeah. It's the best. So uh, poor things, though. Poor things. Different yeah. comedy. I love that people. And also, remember how much the Academy has changed just in recent years. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't think Barbie and maybe even Poor Things would have much of a shot at actually winning. But now I think it's I'm, it's Emma up for grabs. Emma Stone is fantastic. That. The thing that confuses me about Poor Things is everyone came out of Venice. Was it where it premiered or? Berlin, Venice, yeah. um, talking about Mark Ruffalo as the like sort of slam dunk front runner, 
Willem Dafoe is in the same movie. Yeah. Percent. And, and by the way, nothing. Mark Ruffalo is wonderful, yeah. and he will and should get nominated. But I'm happy to see people are finally like also picking up on how brilliant Willem Dafoe is as sort of the Frankenstein. Uh, Reverse Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah, he's for it's, sure. He's so and I good. think a, a problem with and I think Dafoe could totally get in. I think I think you win. I think if they both, well, I think if they both get in, then they both lose. I don't because yeah. they both have I the overdue. They both been nominated so many times, and I, th- I think that's going to be like tough to do. And Ruffalo, interestingly, I find uh, why I love him so much. He's a and this doesn't there's no shades of Ryan Gosling. I think he's brilliant in Barbie, but it's it's interesting contrast of Ruffalo's comedy and Gosling's comedy because Ruffalo like. I think both a lot toxic of, males, both too. Both toxic males. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think that there is something that we, as a society, give uh, dramatic actors easier passes on their transition to comedy versus the other way around when comedians go serious. Yeah. You know, but but Ruffalo goes for it, and it is, my God, one of his best. Because, I, I mean, I think he's, I think he's, like, you sure already have an Oscar in my the whole cast is now. brilliant. Yeah, but Gerard yeah. Carmichael is fantastic. Uh, Rami, uh, Ra- Rami Youssef is so good. He's in so it. good. Catherine so Hunt is good in that too. Like yeah, her parents. she's, she's yeah. great. Like yeah. it, it's a really good. It's, it's a really good cast. But comedies, by nature, struggle a little bit with the Academy because we like. Or our, they did. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I would qualify everything, everywhere, all at once as a bit of a comedy. Yeah, I think. Yes, yes, and no, but like yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, because I wish you could see Clayton's well, face. Well, it, it's because I mean, because there's like dramedies for yeah. sure. They don't because Birdman is a dramedy also, but like Barbie, I feel like it's a comedy. I've been revisiting Birdman a lot lately because it's showing on HBO a lot for some reason, and whew, boy, good Emma Stone also. Yeah, great Emma Stone, great Edward Norton. If J.K. Simmons hadn't been, you yeah. know, the juggernaut yeah. that year, I think he really should have gotten also, recognized. Also, uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo year too, I think. This Foxcatcher year. Also. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good year. Both those films are strong in Crofts. See, too. I was thinking of Foxcatcher because somebody had said if Steve Carell had gone supporting, he would have swept. Totally. And then I was like, mm. but I, well, J.K. I think Simmons I think was he right I think he would have battled for sure. I don't it, think it, it, we it, we J.K. had it all in a cake I, I th- Yeah, I think for sure Simmons probably still wins, but I think it would have been a conversation. We would have been like, can Carell beat him? And then it would have And then a week so- later, everyone would have been like, no. Okay, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's done. But uh, yeah, that's it. That's uh, and we still have four things waiting in the wings. Not, not that's not a movie. That's four actual <laughs> movies. Four things and four, four, four things. things. We have Freud's Last Session with Anthony Hopkins playing Sigmund Freud, and Matthew Good as uh, C.S. Lewis, which Hopkins played in yes. Shadowlands. I, uh... Very fun, full circle. Uh, we have Color Purple. We have uh, Napoleon with Joaquin Phoenix, and I'm missing one more, which is. Iron Claw. Iron Claw. Thank you. Really? Oh no, I was yeah, I was, was just it. grabbing a that name because Zac, I Zach yeah. Efron, Jeremy Allen White. Oh, Jeremy Allen White, Supposed which brings be, us back to Emmy. The year of Jeremy Allen White. We are yes. going to watch him win Globes and SAG Awards for season two before he wins his Emmy for season one. Which is insane. <laughs> it's going to be a little crazy. Season two of The Bear, freaking fantastic. So so great, yeah. so great. Yeah. Um, Clayton, if people follow you on social media, they did see you spend some time with Mr. Scorsese. And I did. We, they pop, s- pop. And you, uh, you, you looked very pleased to be in, in his presence. How was that? I mean, listen, he, I, I, make, I make no qualms about this. Like, the guy is like one of my, like, I love cinema because of, well, he's one of the main reasons I love cinema. And I met him for the first time in May at Cannes. 
uh, for like, you know, we sat together for like 10 minutes and then I got to like moderate a panel with him with, by the way, it wasn't even, it was, it was, it was him, but it was also, he was sitting next to Thelma Schoonmaker, who <laughs> legendary editor, most awarded woman in editing. By the uh, way, who has like little fans, like I did something she, with her for she, Irish. She has she when she walked in. Yeah. Yeah. I was so happy that people like stood up for her. I was like, yeah. damn right, yeah. you better. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it, I mean, listen, he, he's 80 and he's like. 26 movies in, I'd like him to make 26 more. He's, he's the best. He's also a producer on Maestro with Steven Spielberg. First time they've collab- collaborated on a, on a project. And this is my column this week. I have a little pop uh, question for you guys. Do you know how many times Scorsese and Spielberg have gone up against each other at the Oscars? Zero. <laughs> Are you going for the prices right? The yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> three. You think three? What do you, what do you think? I will say two. Once. Uh, I win! win. (laughs) But here's the kicker. It wasn't in Best Director. They went against each other as producers of what I argue is with their lesser projects, War Horse and Hugo in Best Picture. Wow. Oh, that year? They have have never competed against each other in Director. And this year, they're going to be probably nominated together in Maestro and then they're also producers on separate projects. Killers of the Flower Moon with Scorsese. And Spielberg is a producer on Color Purple. Oh, wow. So they could be double nominated in the same category. Yeah, yeah. Fun and times. There you go. Well, that, that, that's your useless knowledge that you can use on Jeopardy if they ever <laughs> ask it. Love the trivia. Mm-hmm. That's why people come here to they the Award Circuit trivia. Podcast. They come for the trivia. They stay for the hot banter. And stay for the tans. Award, yeah. nomi- award nominated I'm so pa- like, I cannot, like, living in California has been very disappointing. I'm supposed to be, like, really brown. And you have a yard. You have no excuse. I, know, yeah. it's re- I have a well, patio that's really I, just for the dog. Does it help that I preface this that it's a yard in the valley? And that feels different. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, you don't want to spend much time out there because you will just melt. Die. Like, yeah. it is. The valley is no joke. And everyone, I stand by this. Everyone lied to me when I moved here. They're no, like, I told you it's 20 you got, degrees you, hotter. Nope. No, people said 5 to 10. Right. Well, we're only 90 minutes from the beach in West Covina. So that was also a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever goes to the beach unless you live in Santa Monica. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's 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 fall now, so it's only going to be eighty degrees as yeah. opposed to ninety-eight. Noah has fallen in love with Venice Beach. He is like the cute, cutest Aww. kid this weekend. He was like, "Mommy, I want to go to Venice Beach." And we're like, "For what?" He was like, "I want to go to Venice Beach. I want water from I want water from the ocean. And I want to play with sand." And that's that's what we hate about the beach. We hate sand. Don't don't play with the sand in Venice Beach. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's or, not good sand or, or, to play or, with. Or, isn't every beach that's gross here? Well, like, it's you know. that's the, Santa Monica, Venice. You kind of yeah. well, Venice. I would say Venice has the better food of all the beaches. It feels that's the most I feel like home when I'm over there. They have good uh, street food. Oh, that is a very like uh, New York kind of yeah. Kinda, yeah. yeah. Get some good empanadas. Coney Island. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I could see that. But if you want to go to the beach, I mean, go to either Malibu or go to. Orange County. Too bougie, man. Or get on a plane and go to Kauai. Actually, I or did. go on a plane. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, actually, we, we're going to take our second trip to Hawaii uh, after this Oscar season, so I need uh, recommendations. Uh, if you go to Kauai, I'll see you there. You have to tell me where to go. go. Which island oh, are you going to? Oh, I will. Um, I went Don't really, go to Kauai. I went very, it's, it's like a romantic place. I went very... He's ch- married. But he's got kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, w- I went very touristy because I went to Honolulu last... Because we'd never been before. Still so we're open to wherever... Kauai... Kauai. Maui. Yeah. Oh, Maui? I can Maui's do Maui. I mean, you could help out Maui. 
Because Maui well, needs the help. I was, like, and this is, I really don't know, so you guys will educate me on this. Like, should I be going to Maui? Is there like a... Yeah, mo- there's still, uh, it would actually be helpful. Because it seemed like there were like a, 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 they yeah. were telling people like not to go, but some people were... No, you, you you can go and support as long as you're sort of respectful of, of the, the land and of the people especially. But there's a way to do that yeah. and, and support uh, okay. the, the island and, and the folks. The, and there are other areas of the island that are not as yeah. affected. Yeah, because they're hardworking people yeah. who need your support. So, and let's end, let's just end here by also saying hearts are with uh, what's going on in Israel. Just very sad, yeah. Like that, situation yeah. there. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, it's tough times yeah. uh, all over. So, sending our love and support to people. And on that note, uh, we are back with guests next, next week. week. Next week, not so. no guests this week. It's just us. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just Janelle's shop. We that's, are Janelle's our guest. That's why we won't stop talking. It's yeah. like yeah. we can fill out the rest of this hour. So, uh, any good restaurants anyone's been to? No, we'll stop it right <laughs> <Poopy> here. Dog. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thanks everyone. Um, go forth, watch some movies, and uh, we'll see you next week. Go watch Barbie, Michael. I will. Yes. <laughs> I will. Bye. And that's it for this edition of Variety's Award Circuit Podcast. Michael Schneider is the producer. Be sure to subscribe to the Award Circuit Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download podcasts. Also, head on over to Variety.com and click on the Award Circuit tab to find the latest awards predictions and key races, as well as your daily fix of news, analysis, and reviews. For Jazz Tanke, Janelle Riley, and Clayton Davis, I'm Michael Schneider, and we'll see you on the circuit.